Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Como estas? People. January 26th. I've been doing like the next day, but I'm realizing that I'm I'm getting these up usually the night that I that I do them, but it's pretty late. Uh, so people are listening beforehand. So I'm just going to start doing, unless I, you know, wait a couple days to publish, I'm just going to say the day that I actually, um, recorded them, which was the 26th Tuesday. We had fun as usual with Ryan. Um, we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff, kind of went all over. Um, me and him kind of gotten into a good little groove, which is nice. I mean, you know, we talk about the things that are important, um, for you guys out there you know, wanted to fish these places and get as much information as possible. But we also are able, able to, you know, kind of talk about just current events and, you know, whatever. Um, it's fun. Um, I keep saying it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun for all of you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's cool. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, man, the, the, I'm not sure about the subscriptions. I haven't looked at that, but the, uh, reviews, and the ratings on on iTunes have been awesome, man. I really appreciate you guys doing that. The, the ones who've taken the time, especially to write something, you know. I mean, I know I'm the worst. I know how important it is, and it's really hard for me to do it unless I really, really like something. So I know that when when people do that, they're taking some time out of their day. Um, you know, it, it's it means a lot to me. So so thank you for doing that. It, it just helps us get found on iTunes easier because their algorithm is super rough. Um, so unless you're on Instagram and you know, kind of the guides that we're talking to and, and you know about it through them, there really isn't any way to, f- any other way to find it unless, you know, you stumble upon it on Google, just a Google search or, um, you know, I'm not on Facebook or anything like that. So it, it means a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, I think that's it, man. What won that Clear Lake? New Gen Clear Lake was like a 32 or 33 pound bag for the winter. Won by like five pounds. His name is Brad. I follow Brad. So I've been watching him like pre-fish and that dude lit it up. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations, man. That's awesome. I think that's it. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at thebass.report. And on the web, www.thebass.report. Hope you enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Well, I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. Gator don't play no shit. You, you feel me? Gator, never been about that. Never, never been about playing no shit. Come, children. Let me tell you a tale about ships and whales. All right, my brother. We are recording. Good evening. It's, we're not live, but kind of. We are recording. We're live with each other right now. We're recording. That's what I was going to say. We are live. Yeah. They're not yet. but Not yet, but yeah. We're getting there. Jump, jump them on up. Get them up there to our level. That's right. What's going on, man? I feel like I haven't talked to you forever, but it's last I week. feel like it's been at least a week myself. 
Yeah, maybe a little um, bit less. Yeah, no. I actually heard last week when you weren't able to, to be on Wednesday, there were certain people that were like, man, where was where was Ryan? I was looking forward to the, my mother load Wednesday. You know what? Sometimes you got to change it up to to a Thursday, and sometimes you, you might even bump it up to a Tuesday. You never know. Who knows? But, uh, but it just uh, goes, it just yeah, goes no, it I, just goes to show that like yeah people really really enjoy listening to you talk. You know what I, I've I've heard quite the opposite from most people, but I, I, I appreciate it that somebody out there wants to. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's, it's one of the it's one of the three things I'm good at. So right. you, know, you stick with what you know. And we got our weather. We talked about it last week that we really needed it. And uh hope everybody out there was, was praying doing rain dances because finally got some, and it looks like we're going to get a whole lot more, hopefully. Whoever did that rain dance that, that did do that voodoo, thank you, because uh, it's coming in big time. I, I, we already got some, and tomorrow they're going to just open the floodgates. Thursday, it looks like, as well. So, mm-hmm. And then we're going to get some Friday and then a little bit possibly over the weekend. So. Man, I'm excited. We need something to change this bite. It's just kind of been in limbo for like, at least for me, I feel like for the last three weeks, it's just been in limbo. It's not, it's not horrible. It's not great. It's just kind of steady, but it's, it's not, it's not what I'm looking for, man. I want them, I want the bigger ones to move up. I want the bite to get better, you know, where we're not having to work so hard at it. And, uh, and, and that comes, that comes with rain. It's literally just that simple. So I am stoked to see what this does. When you say the big one's moving up, what do you mean exactly by that? So Don Pedro, just for example, let's talk Pedro. That's what we've been talking. That's where I've been spending most of my time. Um, Don Pedro, typically in the wintertime, when you have a decent winter, it's very regular for it to take 25 or 30 pounds to win a tournament. I mean, I've seen, you know, I've seen several times 40 pounds. Um, When... And it's not that those fish this winter are not in the lake. They don't magically die off. You know, there's not a big fish kill on our reservoirs like you have some lakes sometimes. But uh, these fish haven't moved up. They are still out. They are deeper. A lot of the, and we don't really know what they do when they get out there into what we call like their haunts, you know, um, because we have no proof. But we know that they disappear for long periods of time. Uh, they're out there suspended. They're out there chasing trout and kokanee. Um, I mean, we have so many uh, giant schools of offshore fish that are easy to catch, full of protein for these big bass to target. And when we don't have the right water conditions that, that when we have water coming in, that um, the shad move up into, which the trout and kokanee and salmon move up into, which the bass follow, when we don't have water coming in, everything stays out, suspended and deep. And that's why you're seeing, you know, 12 to 16 pounds win every tournament at Don Pedro when it should be taking at least 20, 25 to win this time of year. Um, because we haven't had water coming in. It, it, it is that simple. It, it's not like it's magic when all of a sudden, you know, it rains for three days and there, you, you know, there's a bunch of fish in the back of the creeks. So, I mean, it's not like that. It's a, it's a process, but, um, that's what we've been missing this winter, and that's what I say when the fish haven't moved up. It's not like, oh, they're just hanging out in 60 foot of water. They're out in areas where nobody's catching them, you know, or very few people. Um, I don't know when the last time even a fish over, you know, seven, eight pounds was caught at Pedro. A big fish of the tournament's four, so that's that just goes to show you. I mean, something's just not right there. So, yeah, 
once again, a 10 minute answer to your quick question, but no, I mean, that's what I was hoping for. I mean, that I'm sure, you know, when I heard that, I kind of understood where you were going, but as a, as the quote unquote host of this thing, I, I got to, you know, plumb the depths. No pun intended, yep. no pun intended, sir. Oh, there was a little pun intended there. A little bit of pun. Puns are fun, though, you know? Puns are fun. All right, man. I'm actually looking at one on the... Anyway, I got a pun. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got a little little washcloth or kitchen towel, whatever you call it. I don't know. That's hanging on on my stove that says... Let me know if you catch anything. Minnow, let me know. You know, a little fish pun. I like it. Fun. Saw it at Tractor Supply, five bucks. Couldn't go wrong. I'm a huge fan of your dad humor. You know what? You got like the best dad humor. You're going to make a great dad your dad humor. Well, with as many kids as I get on the boat, I got to kind of throttle back some of the jokes, you know? No, and, and you know what? You do a fine job, and they're good for all ages. We yeah. Tr- we try to keep this podcast as PG as possible. Sometimes it's PG-13. I don't think we've ever yeah. crossed into the rated R, um, you know, where we're really dropping them, but yeah, it's good. But we, do, but we do let our hair hang down and get comfortable from time and to time. That, that does happen, and, and it has to. Um, yeah. So you had, it looked like you had a good day today. Talk about, uh, you, you said you had, it was, I was reading your cryptic, um, Instagram post. So you've got mm-hmm. said if son was playing peekaboo, so were the fish. So then I automatically I thought it was like, did he mean that they were biting when the sun was was behind the clouds you know or it, when it was sunny? Yeah. So actually, for me, which is complete opposite of what, or was I overthinking uh, they that should have been doing? <laughs> it's so <laughs> no, I saw him on the graph playing peekaboo. They'd come up, go down. No, um, we. When the sun would come out today, now we started off bright sunny. The bite this morning was horrible. I don't think we caught a fish for like, I, I shouldn't probably even say this is not good for business, but we're not in the business line to people. We probably didn't catch fish for like three hours this morning. And insert commercial here Ryan Cook Fishing. Ins- Ryan Cook Fishing. <laughs> Care- book your trip now. Of time will put you on fish every, <laughs> every time. time. Book yeah. your trip now yeah. for There's spring. A 60- Actually, we're booked through the spring. Are you all done? Pretty much. Are you all? I know you I got us today. I got a cu- I got a couple in April, but other than that, we're 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 off into May, off and running. Wow. Well, good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a good problem to have. It's just you know it's frustrating. The only issue is, man, like when weather like this comes in, if I've got to move a trip, you know, and a lot of people don't want to go out when it's going to be dumping rain all day, and I get that. Um man, it's just hard to move them back three months, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. That's what we got. Name of the yeah, game. I feel like I forgot to answer a question there. I feel like I got sidetracked. No, that was my fault. Cause I interjected a commercial there for your guide business. So well, we were talking, well, no, I definitely, I definitely know it's your fault. No, I, I wasn't. Saying that. <laughs> of course. So, <laughs> so yeah, you were talking about, um, yeah, the bite and, and what's going on Don Pedro. If that helps you at all. That's oh yeah. Big. So today, man, it was weird. This morning started off, like I said, real tough. We um, we moved up the lake after about three hours of, of my deeper fish not happening. I checked some of the shallower fish. It just was not going. It was just one of those deals where I was like, all right, I'm over this. We're going to go start over fresh today. 
we ran up the lake a ways and we started catching them. You know, it wasn't fast and furious, but we started catching them consistent. I found them. Few of them were real shallow. Few of them were out in about 30 and we caught them out to about 60 on a couple of, um, rock outcropping type points. But, uh, when the sun would come out and I had wind blowing on a bank, they'd eat shallow. When the sun would go away, I'd have to go out deeper, which man, today with, with what I was thinking, it should have been the opposite. But, uh, yeah, once again, these, these fish have a way, have a way of keeping you on your toes and kind of humbling you real quick. Mm-hmm. Hi, sweetheart. I wasn't talking to you. My girlfriend just walked in the door. Sorry. Don't hi, get, hi, sweetie. I don't want either one of you to get jealous. So tell Diana, I said, hi, hi, Diana. Diana, Joel says hello. Hi, Joel. She said, hi. I heard. So, but yeah, you know, it was, it's just, it's, I feel like it's on the verge of busting loose, like busting wide open. And I really, really feel like this rain, um, is going to help quite a bit. Yeah. Oh dude, it is. Speaking of that, I'm, I'm sorry. I I could hear the wind whipping outside. It's like pushing, it's like trying to push the door open. It's yeah. crazy right now. This thing's, it looks like this thing's coming from like the Northwest, like all these big ones do. And <clears throat> we're getting a little bit here. The wind's picking up. We got some sprinkles, but, um, it's supposed to be, you know, going crazy. And in my line of work, that means that the next week is going to be super stressful and, uh, and crazy. So anytime there's a storm, I like, I like weather, but at the same time, it means, mm-hmm. it means my life gets a lot harder generally. So, yeah, but, um, well, and, and yours and yours, it's, well, you either have a day off or you go out there and you, you grind and actually you could have a great day. Well, that's where, yeah. And that's where it gets a little tricky. So as a, I don't want to knock anybody that doesn't like to fish in the bad weather. I fully respect that. But, you know, as a hardcore bass fisherman, we like our nasty weather, right? It, it's, it's, um, I'm not saying every day that we have nasty weather, the fishing's better, but we've all had those days and those storms where they're just on fire. I mean, I'm talking, you know, kind of like Ricky Bobby. I'm just going to call them Ricky Bobby, by the way. And Rick hit me up. He booked a trip with me, which is super awesome. But, Solid Ricky dudes. Bobby at Solid your tournament dudes. a couple weeks yep. ago, yep. right? They're catching them on spinner baits, dirt shallow, random stuff. Well, I've seen it so many times this time of year. I'm talking a typical winter bite, not even right now. I'm talking a winter bite where there's not much shallow. You get the right storm and you can go throw a spinner bait all day long and catch like 80 to a hundred fish, you know, and good ones. I mean, it just, I've seen it light them up like that. So I like to fish in the storms and if it's just going to be raining, I really, really try to talk my clients into going because just to kind of show them, you know, how good it can be. Um, but what I've got to watch out for, especially this time of year is the wind. Cause I, I can't have somebody go in the water right now, full gear on, you know, it gets ugly. It ruins your day. It gets dangerous. So, um, I'm kind of skeptical when it gets real windy with the storms, when I go out and who I take out, especially, you know, like if I've got older people that aren't real sure-footed, you know, I might be more inclined to move them to a later date, you know, than if I was taking you out and I'm like, nah, come on, pansy, settle up and let's go type of thing. Well, I actually had a conversation so. off the, off the, uh, the report and podcasting air with, uh, one of the great guides that we have on. And he was telling me about a guy that he, that he had 
And uh, it was a, it was, I don't know if it was a rough day or it was just one of those days where there's a lot of big wake boats. And he said, no, there must've mm-hmm. been some wind or something. It was just like really rocking that day. Like the, you know, and anybody who's fished on a, on a big lake in like the middle of summer, like you're, you're going to have to go back into, into some cuts. You're going to have to go back up the river arm. Generally that's what most bass guys do, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason they were fishing this area and it was a lot of just up and down. And the guy asked him, he goes, you ever had anybody get sick on any of your trips? And he's like, well, this is fresh water. Like thinking to himself. And he, he's like, no, no, I've never had anybody get like seasick on, on a trip. And like, and not a few minutes later, dude's yakking over the side of his boat. And he's like, what is going on? He's like, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the dude's probably back there going, I'm, I'm wondering if this is normal before it happens. Cause I'm gonna be real embarrassed about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's the savvy. I, mean, I guess that guy had to feel awful. He's like, uh, yeah, no one ever really gets sick out here on the lake. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, but yeah, I know. You but, know what though? But now that you say it, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. I mean, those wakeboard wakes summertime, you know, on a Saturday, I mean, you're pretty much bobbing on that lake all day long. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's never smooth. So I'm, I, I am surprised it doesn't happen more. Who I'm knows? gonna start keeping some drama meat on the boat just for those. <laughs> it's probably gonna go just bad. Just for those days. It's probably gonna go bad before you have to use it there, buddy. But it's Well, that's true. But uh yeah. I'm I was gonna oh man, I was I had something on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. Well, let's wait, because last time it'll come back to we, me. We were talking about things and then it came back. Another I, I worked another well under great pressure. Thing, Though I will say one good thing about big wake boats, they create a lot, and we talked about this last week, they create a lot of muddy water, which I like to fish. Okay, so two things. It just came back to me. One, to, to touch on your wakeboard thing, and then real quick, if I, if I forget again, because I'm having one of those nights, I can tell. I got ADHD a notepad. Is working I got a notepad. Let me okay, uh... if I forget about it, it's just like wintertime safety as far as being out on the water. And, I, man, I hate to get all into that stuff, but it's just a couple things I want to talk about with just with things that I've seen and buddies that have had issues out on the water, but wakeboard boats in the summertime, I mean, that's typically when they're out there, whenever they're out there, spring and summer, early fall, when those guys are out on the main lake points, running circles, creating mud lines, throwing big old wakes, everybody wants to get away from them. Cause one, they're a pain in the ass Two, the wakes are really hard to fish around. I mean, literally some of them now you have to almost sit down in your boat cause you're gonna get thrown out. Um, yeah, they're coming, they're coming over, they're coming over the gunnel for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's totally going to flood you. Yeah. Uh, but don't shy away from those. If you, if, if you can get around them and fish because they will create mud lines for you. They will also make fish, uh, as much as you think that that disturbance is going to spook the fish, it almost fires them up to where they almost don't care anymore. Um, yes, I've caught a lot of my big summertime fish on topwater baits, um, on Cinco spinnerbaits up shallow mud lines with wakeboard boats, literally running around 60 yards from me. And I'm talking giants. So don't, don't shy away from that. And it does not spook the fish that time of year. I think they really get used to it that time of year. I think that's really, I, and I used to think the the same thing you were talking about, where if, if, if a boat ran through a place and like, you just blew that thing out. Oh, did I say the F word? Oh my God. <laughs> you did a little bit. I did a little bit. <laughs> Well, that's what I would yeah. tell, you know, I would tell, I'll edit that out. That's it. 16, 15. Okay. I apologize. Um, but I'll be like, yeah, well, he blew it out. And so. No, it's fine, dude. You're getting in the zone. I like it. I'm feeling no, it. And, and, but then I started, 
<clears throat> and in the same in the same vein of like safety, like when you're around a lot of those those boats, you really got to be careful. Like before they closed Anderson down here uh, in the South Bay, I was out there. It was last year or the year before. I think it was last year, middle of summer, you know, we were very back of the lake, like not in a main part where you actually even should be, you know, you were kind of back there a ways, but we were off a little bit cause we were fishing deeper and this boat is coming and it, and it just keeps coming. And it's still, it's at the point where I'm getting a little bit nervous, you know, it's like, all right, this, this looks a little bit gnarly. And then, then it's real close. And the wakeboarder on the back, I see him going crazy because everybody in that boat is looking back at that dude. And right. he's the one. And as soon as he does, he looks up. That dude turned within 20 feet of us. Like, Oh, wow. It was, it was like if that guy had been on the other side of the boat, if he had been on the other side of the wake, yeah, it, that could have been bad like real bad. So wow. it is important. Like be careful with that. I mean, they were obviously saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I mean, just, they don't sometimes, well, well yeah, but I, in the moment there's some, there's booze flowing. Yeah. You gotta be careful with that shit. And again, you get the booze flowing out there and it gets almost as dangerous as when guys let their wives dry their trucks. You know, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Anything could happen at that point. But on that same lake, I caught some really great fish during that same time when there's all these boats on the water, just fishing a lot of that muddy water for whatever reason. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Defoe. I, I was going to uh, say, Aude Defoe this last year in, in MLF was trying to come back in the tournament, ended up catching like 30 fish under, like right off a bridge. And as boats were coming through, he was telling them, he was like saying, can you go past this area? They're going yeah. past this area. And every time they go by, these bass just light up. And he's just throwing a crankbait right. in there. I think he caught like twenty fish within an hour. And like I a, saw that a few times this summer. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I no, no, no. That, that that was it. I mean, it that there. We think as fishermen, you're going to spook them, but sometimes, for whatever reason, there are times where it actually will help you. So if I see someone buzz a bank that hasn't yeah. been for, I'll roll over there and I'll throw okay. A cast. Why not? I'm going to give you. Okay, I'm going to give you and everybody else out there. One of my really, really big fall and wintertime tips here, and this, and people will think I'm crazy. The people who have fished with me on my boat know I'm not, and that it works. And I'm not saying this works like magic. By no means, it, it, it's, but go give it a try. Probably not so much this winter. I don't think we're going to see it anymore. Probably not until next fall. But next fall and winter, when the, when the bait starts getting stacked up, especially like in the backs of your creek channels, um, to, to where the bait fish get stacked up very tightly, right? Um, deep ledges of your creek channels, uh, wherever there's two steep drop-offs that they can get real tight, they will get in the bottom of those creek channels and they will literally just hug the bottom until fish come through and push them. But that's how they survive, right? They get down in there, they're stuck to the bottom, or they could be suspended, but they're just grouped up very, very tight together. If you fish those for 20, 30 minutes and there's no fish pushing them, nothing's happening, but you know there's a good ball of bait there and there's some fish around. And if there's a big ball of bait there, there's always fish around. Um, take your boat and make sure nobody else is right around you because you're going to piss them off. Take your boat and do about you know seven miles an hour to where you're just pushing a big wake, but you're not planed out, you know, and go, go disturb that creek up. 
and you would be amazed. Oh, you man. you spook that bait fish, everything starts to push, and then all of a sudden, you, and your graph's empty, right? Because everything's pushed out, it's all spooked, and 30 seconds later, you start catching fish. And I think what it does, it, it, just, it just resets everything, right? It, it, instead of you waiting for nature to take its course, instead of you waiting for nature to take its course, you're now just going to basically do it for it, disturb that bait, get it all spooked. Once the bait spooks, what are the fish going to do? Um, they're going to hurt it right back. They're not going to let it leave, you know? Yep. And, and, and that is, and that's not something I'm just bringing up. That's not, that's a really, really good tip right there that can save you some days on the water and some time, especially. That's some, that's a serious tip right there. Cause I, yeah, that's, that's what, not one a lot yeah. of people, yeah. a lot of people think about. And, <laughs> right? and I think it can't, I think, like you said, it can be killer. Um, well, yeah, that wasn't, it on, can be. That that wasn't on the itinerary. It could totally screw that whole the hole up for you as well. So, you well, know. and it's never something I do. You know, I never ever have pulled up into creek. Like, hey, this thing's loaded with bait fish. Let me go drive around it for five minutes. You know, <laughs> um, but if I if I'm fishing it, you know, and it goes dormant for a while, that is something that you can try. And that kind of goes back to even we've got a couple questions. You know, hey, um, if you're around fish, you're not catching them. Do you stay? Do you leave? Well, hey, maybe try something different like that. Run over the top of them, reposition them before you take off. You know, I mean, definitely don't do it to start with, but yeah, try some different stuff, man. You'd be amazed. Grab some rocks. Kind of, uh, grab some rocks. You know, from the bank. Yeah. Start throwing rocks yeah. everywhere. You know, just have if fun. If you have any loud, just have fun. Loud based type of music, you definitely want to crank that up. Oh yeah, no, I I'm I'm waiting for yeah. the. Uh, we've got the hydro wave. We've got. All these other electronics. I'm waiting for like the dude with the with the waterproof subwoofer that just drops it straight down and puts it on high just, into a creek into just, a creek channel. Just blasting Man. some Tupac. <laughs> Those big girls like the nineties hip hop and R and B. That's right. And uh yeah, you all that I don't know if that's considered hip hop and R and B, but it does play on that Pandora station. So it'll get him worked up though. Should get him worked up. It gets up. the people fired up. Get them fired up. Black Eyed Peas, Lady Humps by the Black Eyed Peas. That's right. We're we're all about the Black Eyed Peas. All right. So we talked about Don Pedro a little bit. What do you got? Do you have anything? New Maloney's, what's going on up there? McClure is I, still the I same. I have deal. not been to Maloney's. What's the scuttlebutt? Fuck scuttlebutt. Man, what, what kind of butts are we going to scuttle? Um, I haven't been to Maloney's. I, I don't even know if I've talked to anybody that's been to Maloney's this week. I don't have much for up there. Sorry, folks. Actually, I don't no have anything Maloney's. for up there. No, no I mean, no, I'd no. love to. I could BS a report no, for you, don't, know, but I don't. No, wanna, don't do. That. I don't want to lie about it. If you, if anybody heads up to Maloney's, they're going to be somewhere submerged between the top and the bottom, mid, mid upper to bottom lake, somewhere in there. Yep. Drop that um, boat in. They're probably they're probably eating baits that either either move slow or fast, either on the bottom or up higher. I'm not sure. Yeah. There could so, be, there I don't could, want to be vague, but there, that's what I would do. There could be some weather between now and the next report, so just keep bear that in mind. This is true. And this is that time of year. Um, oh, I don't want to give up too much here, but uh, I mean, we talked about this, but don't – I mean, when you get some weather, don't, don't, don't shy away from stained water, you know, and, and don't uh, – anywhere you see water coming in, I mean – any any little main lake cut, any of that stuff, go go check it. You know, I, that, that that would be common sense for most people, but a lot of people don't think like that. But when you have fresh water coming in, you need to go check it. 
So I'm not going to tell you what to check it with and all that good stuff. You can figure it out on your own, but, but you need to go check it. And then back to, so that's Maloney's. That was Maloney's back to McClure. Uh, I did. I talked to my buddy, Andrew Schmigdahl and him and his daughter, my little buddy, Michaela, they fished a 1790 tournament up at uh, McClure this last weekend. Oh, Joel, we could take your boat and fish one of the 1790s. Yeah. What's that? Hmm? It's anyway, I'll talk to you about it later. Um, that they said McClure was okay. As far as numbers. I mean, he said he caught like 20 fish, uh, nothing big. He said they only had like six keepers. Uh, they were dead sticking plastics on dart heads, uh, four and six inch worms fishing like 20 to 30 foot of water and just running points and steep walls. Um, the other couple buddies that I've talked to that were up, that were up to McClure said the bite was decent for numbers. Um, same thing, you know, it's just real hard to come by any size. And my buddy, John Myers was up there the other day or last Saturday. He caught, he caught a bunch on the float and fly. He said, um, but again, no size, just all small. He had a couple of keepers on it and he had a few small keepers on, uh, on jigs and tubes and whatnot. So it's, it's all three of our lakes. They're just, and it's not just our lakes. It's kind of everywhere around here, but they're, they're just fishing different this year, you know. It's no, it's, it's, it's everywhere, definitely man. It's, not a real good winter. It's from it's from north all the way down to Casitas, like Southern California, man. It's yeah. If you talk to all, I mean, all the I'm lucky enough to be able to talk to these guys weekly, and in this weather mm-hmm. has is just everyone just like we want cold weather, you know. We don't want we want some rain, like you know. Yeah. Uh, and so I mean, it's California. I mean, we're all kind of in the, in the same boat. Of course, up north it's going to be a little colder, and but yeah, I mean it, we're we're all kind of in in the same boat. Um, no, again, no pun, no pun for no pun intended there. Again, I say we keep the puns coming, man. Let's just try to do more puns. So I'm going to write yeah. that down for next time. More puns, and I'll think about them throughout just the week. And keep motor then we motor can boating our way through it. Lose people's subscriptions for this podcast, and they'll be like, I'm done with this. Yeah, and don't be stealing our puns either, guys. If we come up with something, I, I really would like it to stay between us. You know, I mean, we don't need this getting or, out there. Or at least okay? we worked hard attrib- for our material. Attribution, at, at the very yeah. least. Um, we have sat through a ton of hours of watching comedy movies and reci- and remembering it um, to come up with this kind of material that we do. So just respect it. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. But we had <laughs> I'm gonna save it. From last week, we were talking about Vince Vaughn, and I want to save it. Um, oh, okay. I was talking because I was talking to somebody else about Vince Vaughn, and it was it was very germane to the conversation we had. And no, I don't know anybody named Jermaine at the moment, but Jermaine is a word. Fizzing. See, I I do learn something new every week with you. Yeah, it's crazy. Fizzing. My vocabulary is becoming. I don't like. I don't mean to use extenuating, it. right? Is that the right word? Extenuating. You just well, <laughs> you just you just like extenuated the uh, English vocab, the English, the whole English language with that one. Extenuating. I'm, that was the most white trash word I could come up with, given the time that I had. I'm trying to figure out how you would. I just watched that movie, The Professor and the Madman. It's all about the those guys that were putting together the first dictionary. So that's really good. I wonder if they had extenuating in there. 
I'm looking at it. I don't know. Maybe we should talk to him about it. My pad is just covered. Urban, you know what? We can get stuff added to the Urban Dictionary. Well, extensuating might have to go on there, but I'm going to use that one. Um, Yep. But fizzing, we had a we had somebody ask about it. We said last week that we talk about it. Yeah, it's getting late in this one, um, so I wanted to get your take. You know, it's one of those things where you're fishing deep, like you said, it can happen all all year. But as things, you know, as people target during the winter, of course, you target deeper, and summer the same mm-hmm. thing. And let's talk about how you approach fizzing, and um, it's something that, dude, I it freaks me out. You know, I'm kind of freaked out about caring for the fish. I don't. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So I know exactly what you're getting at. When I first started fishing tournaments, one of my biggest fears was once I started having to catch them deep, you know, oh, well, now I got to figure out how to fizz them, you know, and not kill them. And I was always scared of killing fish, always scared of killing fish. And anytime you're catching them deep, you're going to kill a few here and there. It's going to happen. That comes with the territory. If they die, keep them, take them home, make some tacos out of them. They're delicious. Um, But back to the fizzing part, when you're catching them deep, and before I get into it, the other thing to remember is, is they're not always coming from just deep fish. I mean, I, I've, I've had to fish fizz fish that I've caught on the bottom in as shallow as, you know, 15 foot of water. And I've also had to fizz fish that I've, that I've caught on, on glide baits and like, you know, five, 10 foot of water that have come up from deeper water to eat them. Um, so it's, it's never based on the depth that you catch the fish at. I mean, that is a good starting point. Obviously, if you stick one in 60 foot of water, he's definitely going to have to be fizzed in a tournament. I don't care how long you play him out. None of that stuff. If you catch one in 10, you're probably not going to have to fizz it, but you still want to always check your fish because it could be a possibility depending on how fast they have just moved up to 10 foot of water. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, Cause when they're staying out deep, they're swimming. If you don't know what fizzing a fish is, we're not going to go into all that. You can look it up. Their swim bladder expands when they come up from deep water. So there's two ways to do it. One is through the mouth or the throat. The other is through the side. I always go through the side. Um, I, I have heard actually through Wild West Bass Trail, they told us the last tournament, that going through the throat, they've done studies, and it kills quite a few more fish. It's not as, as safe. Um, it, it can be easier to go through the throat because you know exactly where to put that needle and it's, it's easier to watch the bubbles, but go through the side, just learn how to do that. There's a bunch of great fish, fish fizzing videos out there. Um, if you search, if you search my name, like Ryan cook fishing on YouTube, I think there's a couple, even on YouTube, I've, I've got it. I've got one on Facebook that when I first started guiding, got like 19,000 views right away. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Um, that one's out there and it's, it's an older video, but it's the info's still the same. Um, as far as how to do it, it's really hard to explain it, but watch the video, check it out. Yeah. Watch video. the main thing. The main thing that I want to stress to people is do not wait too long to fizz these fish. If you're going to fizz them, do it right away. The longer they sit belly up in your live well with all that air inside their swim bladder and what that swim bladder is doing it is now just pushing on their organs and it slows down their blood flow and basically just suffocates them yeah. so do not let them sit in there half the day before they're you know and they're they're almost dead and say oh i need to fizz this fish because you've probably already done some damage to it you know i would i would assume 
some long-term brain damage. I mean, that's what happens when we lose oxygen. So I'm assuming something similar happens to those fish, but if you're going to keep them just fun fishing, just for a picture, um, and you're going to throw it back right away, take your picture. Even if it takes you a minute or two, that fish will still usually almost always go back down. It's once they're out of the water for a while and need to be popped or stuck or fizz. That's what we call it. Um, that's, that's when they start to have problems because as they lose that blood flow, they start to get weaker and weaker and weaker until eventually they can't make it down. If you throw them back quickly, they will go straight back down. You don't need to stick them. If you're, if you're in a tournament or, you know, I'm out there, I fish for a living. I've got to have my fish pictures here and there. So when they're deep, we catch some decent ones. There are times I'll, I'll box four of them cause I need a picture and I definitely don't recommend you do it if you don't need to. And this is how I run my business. But, um, but we, at the same time, we're very careful. We don't, we very seldom kill a fish. We're very, very careful with them. But again, we fizz them right away. We don't let them sit in there all day. Um, and that is, that is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, is there anything else I, I should touch on? No, with that? I, I've got a couple just little things, but, um, you, you alluded to, um, you know, it doesn't matter how long you play them out. So some mm-hmm. guys think, you know, you bring them up real slow. It is better for them. Um, oh, 100%. To, to bring, yeah, to bring I them up I kind slow. of, yeah, I, incorrectly. Um, even if you bring them up slow, you're still going to need to fizz them. But if you bring them up too fast, it may kill them. Yeah. So you want to bring them up as slow as possible. That, that was a good one, Joel. Thank you for that. You want to bring these fish up from deep water as slow as possible. So you don't want, you don't want to reel so slow that you're going to lose them. You got to keep that rod boat up, but you definitely want to keep them down there um, as long as you possibly can, because it, as they come up, as they come up, their swim bladder, their swim bladder will start to release air um, given the right amount of time. So if you, if you do it slower, you're definitely going to kill less fish. It's that simple, but but you can't do it slow enough that you're not going to need to fizz that fish is what I was getting at. Yeah. 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 And, and that's what I, what I was trying to get out there was, yeah. I mean, if you, if you bring them straight up as fast as you can, uh, you got a small fish, it's going to come up. It's literally going to pop up the top and that's going to be a, that's going to be a dead fish. Like my, (laughs) my son learned that the hard way on, on Christmas Eve went out there fishing at the local pond here. And, uh, we were fishing 40 feet of water, a lot of bait and, you know, we're using smaller baits, more finesse stuff, and and he gets bit, and he he just starts cranking on it. And by the time he gets it up, I mean this thing comes up like I mean he gets it towards the top, and he's not even pulling hard, and this thing just shoots up like a rocket. It was a crappie, but that crappie was dead, as dead as soon as it hit yep. the surface. I mean, it was it was dead. So and those largemouth will do that too. Yeah, I mean, and that so at forty feet, you think like oh maybe that's not that deep. If it's a smaller fish yeah. and that, that swim bladder expands like that, yeah, you're going to, you're going to do some damage. So that's great. And then the other thing I was going to say is, is what tool, um, is there a specific tool you use? Is there only one out there? Yeah. Um, so you, the one you, I use usually is, is a Ben's Ben's mender, B E N D S. Um, they, they've got a bunch of good ones out there and they're all good. The main thing that you want to make sure and you can even go to like your local feed store um, and get the hypodermic needles for cows and horses. That's basically all it is. The main thing that you want to make sure is that you have a clean 
needle. You want to make sure there's nothing inside of it. Mm -hmm. Um, the Benz mender comes with a little piece of, uh, Oh, I'm drawing a blank on the word I'm trying to use right now. Um, just a little, just a little piece of metal that you run through it, like a little rod. Just make the word so up. It, you already made up one word. Yeah. Just making up another word. It's got a little side rodulus for it that there you, you use. Um, yeah. Go. It's a slideulus rodulus that you use for your bend mender. Anyway. Right. Sounds right. Make sure you've make sure you have the inside of your needle cleaned out. Um, one big problem that I had when I first started fishing tournaments, sticking fish and whatnot was I kept sticking them like seven times through the side. And I kept thinking I was missing the swim bladder when really my needle was just plugged up. And if you ever, if you, once you learn the needle placement, it's very, very hard, almost impossible to miss the swim bladder. So if you, if you insert your needle, you get no air to come out, pull it back out, put your um, rodulus through it and clean it out and then reinsert is it. it, is, it a, because is, is the plunger the word you're looking for? Thank you. You, you just Googled that, didn't you? No, I just went back to my no, dictionary well, mind. No, my it's dictionary. not really a plunger. It would What's, be a... It would be a clearing modulus. Rodulus, clearing modulus. Clearing modulus. <laughs> rodulus. Clearing rodulus modulus. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I mean, I just added so, it, but I would plunge it. I'd plunge it, people. Just make sure that thing's clean. Yeah. Where, a, get, where's a pipe a little, cleaner? Get a, a mini baby pipe cleaner, like the smallest pipe cleaner you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. That would work perfect. All right. Go check pipe cleaners are us. They got them out there. <laughs> all types and all sorts and colors yeah. and textures. Sheepskin. Yeah. Clearing pipes, laying pipes. All There's all kinds of pipe stuff. Um, Lanolin. It's like sheep's wool. Right. Right. Also, wait, lamelin? Lanolin. Like sheep's wool? That's an Anchorman reference. Oh, my gosh. I expected more. I expected more. I am way off of my. From a varsity letterman. I expected more from a varsity letterman. That is not not the game that I'm used to playing, and I was out of it. Sorry. We're going to keep it going. I just let you down big time, didn't I? Like, really? No, you didn't. I did. I can feel it. I can feel the energy in the air just got (laughs) took right out of your wings. Feel it coming in the air tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Good old Sammy Kershaw. So that that was good. I think we covered that completely, and um, I don't remember who exactly asked me about that, but I know I kept it in the back of mind. And thank you for that um, for bringing that up. It was a it was just a private message to me and said, "Hey, this is important." Actually, it was Mm -hmm. someone who emailed me, which is when anybody emails me, I know that they've actually gone to the website, they've actually gone to the bottom, and they found my email address, the email address there at the bottom, which happens to be Joel at the bass.report. So if you do have a question or anything like that, it's another way of getting in touch, but I'm not going to, I, I barely say my name in the beginning of, or the ending of the podcast. So I'm, I'm not going to give the email out, but this guy found it. And thank you, sir, because that was really educational, not just for everybody out there listening, but for me as well. So. Yeah. And Joel, I, I'm telling you one of these, I, I know this is not about you, but I think, Hear me out. Maybe we can get some feedback. Send Joel a message. But uh, I one of these nights, I say we do more of like an I interview you, and it's like, hey, 
<laughs> who is this guy who created this amazing podcast? You know what I'm saying? That, just just one night we switch it up. That that I might let that happen. We'll see. I think that would be fun. We'll, we'll it, keep it. We'll keep yeah. it. We'll keep it in mind. That that could that could we'll be fun. It. Yeah, I'm I'm not really that interesting of a person to be honest. That's well, no, but they need to know that though. <laughs> well, they, I think they already <laughs> they know that. Hung out if with I, you as much as I if, have, they if, don't know that yet. If I <laughs> if I had a, like if I was super interesting, I'd just like create a, a it'd be like like my so my handle on on regular instagram i'm just i'm gonna put it out there it's at easy eed and it's private so you'll just see me and honestly everything on there is just like the most boring stuff and then a couple pictures of fish and i'm just not i went to yeah, school i mean me no, personally honestly, i no, it for like I followed for a few days and I just unfollowed because I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was just boring. wasn't exciting. Well, I'm, ne- so. I'm never on anymore. There's too much politics. I, I liked too many political things. And so I found a really oh. safe, comfortable place in what's happened over the last month with the tons of people that I've started following that have followed me. I, d- I don't even have to go on to my, my personal account anymore. I don't And do the it. stuff you're seeing is positive and oh, it's dude, fun it's, and it's, it's fishing, all, it's all fishing. Yeah. Yep. Um, Real quick, too, if anybody notices in the next, I don't know, probably month, I'm guessing, just me not posting as much or being as active on social media, I'm not because I'm just kind of disgusted with everything right now. Not disgusted with anything in particular. I'm just disgusted with all the negativity that's coming across my feed. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type, the next thing you know, I'll be staring at something for two hours upset about it. So I'm just staying off social media as much for a little while. So. If you guys don't see me on there, that's why. Yeah. I need a little break from it. Yeah. I mean, I look at mine, my personal, and there's there's nothing. Like, I haven't touched yeah. it. I've posted anything since Maloney's. I think I posted some pictures on Maloney's. And, and the regular people in my life are like, wow, look at all those fish. And I'm like, yeah, I long-armed them all. But it, I'm sure to, <laughs> sure to impress you. Long, <laughs> long armor for life, that's dude. Right. Welcome to the team, bud. That's right. I've been long arming fish since I was four years old. I mean, sometimes you got to do it. Um, but yeah. Everybody said, why do you hold so close to the camera? Because I'm proud of it, dude. I want it to look as big yeah, as I possible. Mean, well, I want the detail, right? I'm like, and like, that's one. And I'll go back to this real, just real quick. And the reason I'm doing this and I'm just bringing it up in this is I have a, a degree in, in journalism and digital media that I don't, I don't use on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. because I went into journalism right out of, out of college and realized it was a, this is a, I'm like I said, this is a PG show. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to delete, I'm going to, I'm going to bleep out an, an F word at sixteen fifteen, and I'm going to delete, I'm going to, I'm going to beep out uh, an S word at, at 18. Um, but I just I think that that the media in general in this country is awful. They're they're not oh, doing yeah. their, they're not doing their job to report things the way they should be reported. So this is my small way of using a college degree. If you really want to get if I really am getting deep into it, this is it. I have a report, right? I get on, mm-hmm. I talk to people, I report things, and I give the truth to people without being a scumbag and I get to use some of the stuff that I learned that in a nutshell is why I do this. So we can talk See, about, I that. love that. That's it. I love that. That though. is really it. So you, you got it out of me. And I'm, it out. See, and I, no, but I, I respect that dude. And the truth is something that is, 
oh, I don't want to get all preachy here or anything because this is not ever going to be about that. But um, uh, the, the truth is just not as important to society as it used to be, as it should be. In my opinion, people don't care about the truth anymore. And I mean, dude, I'll sit here and tell you, and it's been a few weeks, you know, of just tougher fishing in the mother load. And I could sit here and tell you guys, well, yeah, we're whacking and we're having a blast. No, it's, it, it's tougher and it's harder work because I want you, I want to be transparent. I'll be honest. I want to give them the right stuff. You know, I, so I like what you just said and I just wanted to piggyback off, of it, but yeah. Yeah. And, and like I've told you, like I've told every other guy that's on here and anybody else that I've talked to I'm not looking for anything from anybody. Like I just mm-hmm. want to use some skills that I, that I got years ago that I just don't use anymore, you know? Um, yep. and so that's where we are. It's something that I love to do. I love to, finish, and you're good and at it. And you say that and I'm good, good at it. it. You say that I'm good at it. Some people do. It doesn't really matter because I have fun doing it. So if you don't like mm-hmm. it and, and we've talked about this before, if you don't like this and then don't, don't listen. You know, it's not, not hard. Yeah. Some people like yeah, it. Yeah, we're up. And, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, don't, don't let the door hit you where the, uh, good Lord splits you, Lord you know, that keeps it on the, on the theme of keeping it PG rated. That's right. Well, Hey, let's, uh, real quick. The Ed Lacey tournament's we coming don't up. Do anything real quick, but okay. We don't, we don't, but, uh, the Ed Lacey tournament's coming up. Plug it, it up, plug February it up. 28th. Plug it up, buddy. Plug it up, plug it up, plug it up, plug it in. Let me begin. Um, February 28th, Don Pedro, Fleming Meadows. Uh, we're going to probably blast off, I, I'm guessing, I don't, I'm guessing 6.30 at that time. I'm not sure. I'd, I'd, I'd plan on being there by 5, 5.30 just to be safe. Um, guys, we need raffle prizes still. I, I've got several coming in and I appreciate everybody. I, I am going to be giving people a shout out here soon as I get some more stuff in. Um, I don't want to make a bunch of individual posts, but, uh, we need some raffle prizes. We need bodies there. We need guys fishing the tournament. We don't really need help setting up any of that kind of stuff. We've got plenty of help. Um, but we need you guys there show up, fish it $200. We're paying back 50%. The other 50% is going to the Gold Country Bass Tour, a great youth fishing organization that I work with that gets kids out fishing tournaments. Um, if you guys haven't listened to the previous podcast when we talked about this, uh, great, great organization. I can't say enough about them. Go check out their Facebook. If you go on my Facebook, Instagram, I've got a bunch of tags with the Gold Country Bass Tour, a bunch of videos. Um, and Ed Lacey was a client of mine you know, that turned into a good buddy. And he passed away recently from COVID complications, being an older guy, and uh, really, really loved seeing the kids out fishing. And he talked to me about it all the time, and all he ever wanted to do was help. So I figured this is something we could do to to honor him and help out the Gold Country Bass Tour and just get a bunch of guys together and have some fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. And this one seems really fun because, you know, I can come and donate and even if I suck it up, I feel good about myself, you know? Right. You go home going, at least I donated <laughs> to a good cause. And I don't know if, uh, I don't know if my partner's gonna be able to make it. I'm going to try to find a partner. Cause I do want to fish that. Um, got to find somebody. Oh, okay. Well, if now you haven't met him, but my buddy, Joel Chen, that comes up all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen him now or, or not, but Joel, um, is actually looking for a partner. Oh, the team, so, team Joels are going to roll into that sucker. 
Joel and Joel, right? You're going to roll into that. Jo- Joel squared. It's like Edwin Evers. You're going to roll roll with <laughs> e, Joel. E2. JJ. E squared. That's right. J squared. Mark Zona's always got those awesome nicknames for those guys. I love that. Yeah. No, man, that sounds, I mean, it sounds like a blast. Um, you know, it's for a great cause. Uh, I would, I would strongly recommend it to anybody listening. If, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of tournaments going on in that area and, but man, do it. It'd be fun. And, and like I said, if, even if you lose, you're, you're doing something real good. So. Yep. Yep. Come check it out guys. And then, Hey, real quick. Um, what else was I going to throw out there? We talked about the Ed Lacey. We talked about, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about it next week. It was like wintertime life jacket safety, but we're too far in and it's going to be too boring at this point. It's not the right energy level for that. It's not, it's not the right energy so, level. I got to get my energy level up because I might be on with Vince Borges here in like half an hour. So I got to keep my, so don't, there you go. don't bore me with your, don't bore me with your safety. Goodness. Tell Tell Vince I said hi. Um, I keep running him. I keep seeing him at the gun shop every time I go down there. Um, safety is Vince important. Safety hi. is important, folks. I'm not demeaning. Safety is very important. But, but fishing is importanter. So that's right. No, say first. If you don't make it back home, you don't get to make it back out there. That's that's, that's what I've been told anyway. So, but tell Mister Borges hi and and ask him when he's going to invite me and you to go out there and chase some stripers with him. Now I'm well. That's my next deal. It's like I just booked. So I booked a trip with you. So I fished with you, and mm-hmm. I fished with Mark Lassane. So I've I yep. I knocked two out since I started this podcast. I've knocked. I fished with two of the regular contributors. Um, I just booked go. a trip with Fred Clinshaw in uh, April. Late nice. April. Not not. I mean, not exactly when I would, would like to have gone, but he had some openings in April, and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm down. I'll go down there and. I, it's rare that I get down to Southern California and, and well, and you know, get to fish in Southern California, especially with a guy like him. So I'm, I'm doing that. Right. So yeah, Vince, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, well, we're, we'll figure it out, but I'm going to, I'm going to get Vince on and be like, Hey Vince, you got, we got to go fishing guy. Tell, yeah. Tell him to, tell him to set it up. We'll, uh, we'll scratch his back. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know, scratch his back or ask him about a fishing trip or both. How dare you, sir? Dare <laughs> hey, you. I don't care how you handle your business how as long as we get to go fishing. You. We're going fishing. Um, all right, I think that's it. What a it dude, fifty one minutes. It's way past your bedtime, brother. It it what time is oh my goodness, how am I even still awake? Yes. It's it's Mimi time, bud. And we got we got the gold country bass tour tournament this weekend at Hogan and I am fishing my little buddy Corey. I don't know if you remember Corey or uh, not. But yes, yes. So that's Sunday. So we'll get to chat about that next week. Hopefully with some good news. It's gonna it's gonna be brutal up there. It's gonna be tough for him, but we're gonna go have some fun. So that'll be cool, man. Enjoy that. Have fun. All right, brother. Hey, have a great week. Boy, that escalated quickly. Don't act like you're not impressed. Dude, I tell this guy every time we're done, like, I enjoy talking to him. So it's like, it's just getting longer and longer. We just have a great time talking to each other. It's not really forced. Um, I only have a couple things. I only had a couple things written down here. I had weather, fizzing, and Ed Lacey. 
those three things, we had over 50 minutes of, of content and that in my estimation means it's a good podcast because that means it's just, we're just talking and we're, and we're having fun. So yeah, in my humble opinion, it was a good podcast. Hope you guys thought so as well. If you did, please, uh, you know, subscribe on iTunes. If you, if you're not on iTunes and I I know some people have been like, Oh, I'm not on iTunes, but I listened on your, on your website. Perfectly fine. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Don't feel beholden. If you can, if you do listen on iTunes, it's real easy to just tap that, get us found. And, uh, I'll stop haranguing you. Hope you guys are enjoying this crazy weather. If you can get out there and go fishing, hope you got your big one. See you next time.